We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode 112 of the Alter Ego Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, Mr. Ryan. How goes it? Put that brewski down. Yep. Almost caught me. Almost. Almost. How you doing, buddy? I'm swell. Good. Good. My my temptress, the turkey bacon to my ranch. Hello. How are you? Oh, you know. My sweet daffodil. I'm good. And everyone's favorite uh, Italian. Yeah, man. Wow. Didn't know what to do on that one, did you? Nope. Not a damn clue. <laughs> we also didn't We didn't rehearse that, so I'm sorry. It's okay. I owe you an apology. I'm still your favorite Italian. That's all that matters. Yeah, other than Mario. Wow. Mario's everybody's favorite Italian. I'm better than Mario. Actually, he's not. What? Luigi's my favorite. Oh. What? You were that weird kid when you were a kid. I was the second born boy. Is it the vacuum cleaner sucking the ghost? Is that what it is? (laughs) I don't know how that works, but sure. What are you guys talking about? Look away for two seconds, and you guys are talking about vacuuming? Look look away and your ears turned off? Yes. I got distracted. I can only do one thing at a time. That's not true. She didn't even hear my offer for the baby. What? Wow. She completely missed that. Thanks a lot, honey. Thanks for for all you contribute to the show. Two bulldogs for the baby. You'll give me two bulldogs, two bulldogs for, the for the baby? baby. She kind of thought about baby. it for a second, no. though. You saw the twinkle. She's like, wait, two bulldogs? And then she realized it was the baby price. Yeah. She's like, no, like, mother. Oh, no. Mm-mm. That would be missed. That would be. Two bulldogs for the rest of your life. Why do you life? want our baby? Because I'm going to train him in the ways what? of the force. <laughs> train, be my train her in the way of the force. Sounds this is like this sounds is, foolproof. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is like some dark side shit right here. Can't wait for the FBI to come knocking on our door. I understand you are trying to deal in babies. <laughs> My name is Agent Smith. This is the other Agent Smith. No relation. One of them's like really old. The other guy's like young and black. Like, yeah, clearly no relation. He's like, yeah, it's a little joke we tell. Can we come in? No, you can't. No, the frick you can't, buddy. Oh, boy. So it's Thor Love and Thunder Day. We've been talking about this movie for a long time. Over a year, I think. Since they first announced it with Taika Waititi. That's a cool name, by the way. <sighs> no, that is actually not a cool name. You know what is a pretty dope name? Ford Supply Company. Ford Supply Company. <laughs> you know, the ones that offer a curated line of craft soaps and beard care handmade in the USA. Offering scents like coffee and cream, coconut, citrus, cedarwood, and many more. Check out the full line of craft soap bars, beard oil, and beard balm online at FordSupply.com. Free U.S. shipping on all orders over $35 and get an additional 10% off with the promo code ALTERIGO. Ford Soap, real soap. No bullshit. None. True so, story. Uh, it's not, I know you, it doesn't say that in the ad in the, anymore, but it is not just for men, in my opinion. I use it. I love it. Ladies, 
Get yourself some fortune supply of soap. Yeah, it's 2022. Everybody can use every soap. I mean, what is That's gender true. anymore? It's 2022. I mean. Smell how you want to. Yep. Don't get me started. And I like to smell like coffee or death. I like to I smell like, like pizza. I like to smell like death. That's cool. <laughs> what like does death smell like? <laughs> what did I say I the other know. day? He was washing with the coffee or death or something like that. And he was like, I'm not sure if it smells like coffee right now. And I said, does it smell like death? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny. I guess you had to be there yeah. physically. Present. I had to be there in the shower with us <laughs> as we discussed bar of soap firmly up my ass. <laughs> this part has to smell good, too. I want my fart to smell like coffee latte. That's just a bad image right there. Well, you know, now it's in your brain. Now it's there Jack forever. Never so thank never. You. Thank you very much. Never built in soap holder. That's right. Hold on, guys. Uh huh. <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> you just hear- hold on to your soap. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, now everybody that listens to the show knows way too much <laughs> about Jack's soap holder. Yes. That's what we're gonna call it from now on. My prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> My built-in soap rack. <laughs> I can't. My squishy muscle. All right. This soap (laughs) stuff's got to go. Squishy muscle? What's a squid? You know what? Uh, You know what it isn't. It's not Tony and Nello's. (laughs) (laughs) He's a victim of the segue now, people. God damn. Two in a row today. He doesn't want to get segued. (laughs) Don't do it, buddy. I'm trying not to. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hey, somebody do me a favor. Look up when Comic-Con's coming up. I don't know right here on the top of my head. Somebody look at San Diego Comic-Con, the one that's coming back round here pretty soon. I want to know when that's coming. But, uh, you know, we're still in the middle of, uh, you know what's going to be cool? I want to talk about Tony and Nello's. I'm going to say a few choice words, right? Uh, Tony and Nello's Southern Italian Cuisine and Grill, 1136 Pinellas Bayway, South Territory, Florida. Must try Italian food, 727-867-3577, TonyandNello's.com. But what I want you to do is give us a Tony and Nello's commercial in Italian. Oh, yeah, do oh, that. right now? Yeah. yeah. Right now. I mean... Do you I'm, want this to read from? No, I bull. Okay. You know, he just answered me in, in yeah, Italian. I mean... No, I bull. Got the pizza with the pasta. You know, noi siamo, una, noi siamo un ristorante classico di, di famiglia. Non siamo un ristorante di lusso. Siamo una, una, un ristorante di famiglia. Che se si... Come mangiamo, noi mangiate pure voi. Che se è il nostro buono. Noi non siamo un ristorante di 5 stelle. Non siamo un ristorante di classico. Però noi siamo un ristorante che quando tras... Trase come famiglia e Bast. No, no. I love that. No uh, shout out to Alter Ego. I said Ego. we're a family restaurant. No you shout come, out. You no shout in, out to Alter Ego. You come in Got like it. family, you leave for. Wow. I, I love, love it. it. So no shout out to Alter Ego at all. Ah, uh, e poi Alter Ego è il miglior podcast di cinema e televisione sul market. Grazie. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure that meant pork soda in Italian. <laughs> you know, you put me on a spot like that. I'm trying to think I of love three it. different languages. <laughs> the one Italian guy who listens is like, whoa. If, Bro, that, if get- that doesn't scream, it's authentic Italian food. I don't know what does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should have just recorded it, you know? Yeah. Why didn't you? Oh, we did. <laughs> well, technically, you did record it. This is, this is recorded. I love that you, that you, I'm you so took dumb. that. In three, two, one. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm used to just oh, sitting boy. here round tabling. I always forget that like we're actually that's essentially what we're doing. Okay, so I, so I just wanted to give you guys a little. Heads I got Comic Con's date for you. We're getting into uh, we're getting into Thor, so we're going to be heavily into spoilers. Of course, we'll give you our spoiler warning. We'll give you a couple of thoughts before we get there. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of spoilers this episode. I even skipped out on the news. We don't have a lot of stuff to talk about. I have a couple things that I started talking to these folks about. They're like, uh, you can't skip that. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, a couple of news from, uh, 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 bits of news from Comic-Con, which is Thursday, July 21st. Oh my God. Sunday, July 24th. No way. It's Thursday. That's what, it That's what next week's That's, episode is going to be San about. Diego? Yeah, oh, San Diego's the big one. All right, so we know what we're talking about next week, guys. We're going to be talking about all... Okay, so this will be a joint episode next week. We're going to do Comic-Con, and we're going to do Miss Marvel. So, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I fell asleep when she said oh, that Oh, I word. thought you were sucking crap out of your throat. I was. He I know, wasn't. and then he started snoring, and I was like, that's gross. Well, he said Miss Marvel. <laughs> I get, like, like my... my uh, What's that? Insomnia. Not Soldier Boy, tell him, yeah. Yeah, that one. It gets bad. Mm-hmm. After those bone thugs and harmoniums get caught up in your digestive system. Did you know boys to men is actually boys that grew up to men? That was why they called themselves that. Yeah, everybody who's ever heard the name understood that. I just found that out today. What the, what, uh, hold on, let's back it up. Back the truck up. What did you think it was before that? I don't know. Boys to men. You didn't understand that that was a transition? I, I'm sorry. I just didn't get there. I really need to know what you thought it was though. God. Yeah. I mean, like, Ryan, help me out here. Uh, Boys to Men is pretty self-explanatory. It is. That's why I'm like. I didn't get there. What do you want me to tell you? Oh, geez, Louise. Okay. All right. So this is from a friend of mine who's kind of plugged into this stuff. He tells me some stuff that might happen here at at, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. So I'm going to read to you what was told to me. Hopefully it's true. If it is, this is a big day at comic-con do we think we finally see like a, a good roadmap to phase four no finally has it been good so far it i mean we're has in phase been, four right now aren't we and it's I, not so great so far. i wanted to talk about it but i don't i think i'm being redundant because i say it all the time they're going to be three different levels you're not going to have one singular thread to follow in marvel anymore and that's a good thing. Is it, though? Yes. Yeah. But you have to have a storyline that's concrete that you can follow. I get that you want to, like, diverge and, like, you know, Loki, go off the timeline, then come back. But you uh-huh. still have a main timeline. What is the main timeline so, of Phase that's, 4 that's, right now? That's kind sure. of my issue, too, is that I feel like maybe for us Marvel MCU, like, what would, connoisseurs, I guess you can call us. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd can, say... What would you, I mean, would fully be able to keep track of what's going on? And even we're kind of like, nah, I don't understand where the, where, where's the middle of the road? Where's the time? Like, like he said, where's the actual timeline at? There's no, like, there's nothing really kind of connecting them just yet. Maybe that'll happen. But for anybody else who just comes in and watches things. And of course it's been like this the entire time through the MCU. Yeah. But like right now we literally could stop and say, this is the order of the movies that you need to watch them in. And it would make total sense. And whether we'd have to Google that or not, we'd have a general idea and a general sense of the order of these movies and why you have to watch them that way now it i wouldn't give give two shits less which order i watch them in because i have no idea what the hell's happening i i with I the think, connection um, of i'm everything. gonna be quite honest there aren't too many of those movies i would actually sit down and watch again other than spider-man you'd watch thor again mm. maybe not i've watched dr strange three times uh, I would watch. I, we watched Spider Man four times. Yeah, we watched Spider Man a lot. Um, I have re- rewatched all the series. 
so far, except for Moon, from Moon Knight on, I haven't rewatched. I feel like Spider Man and Doctor Strange, in a sense, have stayed the course. I've I feel like they're the only uh, Black two. Widow. Why, my, why, 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 my, what? You oh, got me talking Italian now. now gonna I'm going, <laughs> what course? Have kind of they've stayed the storyline. What course? They've stayed the what storyline. Story just they, we. I mean, we're following the same characters. Okay. I think even Thor fell off. Like I, I don't, I don't know. It's so just, I, I said this last week that when we watched the original movies, there wasn't a straight path to anything. No, it was Thanos. a tesseract. No, no, it was the tesseract. You didn't even know it was a space stone. So now they're dropping multiversal hints. Right? They've got. Wanda searching the multiverse. They've mm. got Doctor Strange in the multiverse. They've got Loki looking at different timelines, and that's only a matter of time before he bleeds into different universes. And then you're talking about cosmic power. I think it is leading to something. Yeah, Do I, I think, think it's it as straight shot as the gauntlet and Thanos in a singular point? No, I don't think this phase is pointing towards a singular individual. I think it is pointing towards a singular event that a lot of these movies will then culminate into. I don't think because like let's like I just said, the first phases, they're pointing at Thanos the whole time. Yeah. All these breadcrumbs are leading to a it. singular individual. We know it all now. Now we're looking at the Convergence. We're looking at Celestials. We're looking at all these Scroll, huge yeah. cosmic powers that nobody's dealt with. Yeah. Maybe the, the, the breadcrumbs are already in front of us and people just aren't picking up on them because it's not leading towards one guy. Yeah. So... I mean, the convergence and all that other stuff, and, and even Eternals kind of touched on the cosmic space and celestials and the, the stuff they had going on and how they had different different Eternals going to different planets and doing different things. They're trying to broaden the spectrum, which I think is going to equal some massive calamity. And I think if I had to pick a singular person to point to right now, it's Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. I think he is the guy that they're going to be moving towards. Because if he's trying to deal with time, does anybody know anything about Kang the Conqueror? Because you're looking at me like somebody just shit in your cereal. <laughs> he kind of did. Because <laughs> wow. Kang the Conqueror, I would understand like as a secondary main villain, but the main villain should be Galactus. If you're going time and space and, and all this crap, then Galactus is the guy, the world eater, or the, the, the universe destroyer, whatever you want to call him. So if we're looking at Kang... Uh, like he is the the master of time, right? He's the one who goes back and has his perfect timeline, and he has control of. He's still an of underling time. of. Nah, dude. I think he, so. If you want to lead him up to Galactus, fine. But Kang has the power to get in front of everybody and affect everyone, right? So he can affect people down to the street level, like Ant Man, and he can affect people in space, like Thor. So that's why he is a great person for this phase because no matter what if anybody does anything to disrupt his perfect timeline he can get involved and stopping him is certainly not going to be easy like but i think that's it but let's let's get into the announcements before we go into all that because we're going to get into that with thor so let's talk about it all right so here's what my buddy sent me he said so far mcu's panel is meant to be a deadpool announcement long overdue a trailer for wakanda forever love to see that secret wars uh doing a cast reveal exciting secret wars of course being the tv show that's going to star samuel l jackson uh anthony Starr. if you don't know that name he is homelander you do know that name uh homelander to be announced as dracula in the movie that's going to earn me a nice crispy dollar 
<laughs> Homelander being Yo, where are you going to hang this dollar in this room? Like, it needs to be signed, dated, and hung. It will be signed and framed. Yeah, where are we putting it? And actually, it might go under the table here. Yeah, it should oh, go under shit. the table. That would be dope. Done. Um, right here where he sits. So for he those that don't know, we have plexiglass it. over our finely made craftsmanship table. Who, who finely made and craftsmanship table? I don't know, some table. woman. Some woman that lives here. Denny? <laughs> I made it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is supposed to be uh, a f- some footage from the Marvels, which is Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Photon, who you've already been introduced to in the WandaVision series. She was Monica Rambeau's daughter. Uh, and then that is supposed to include Black Bolt and Medusa, which is just wild because we've already seen Black Bolt. So to see him back in this iteration of him back, crazy. Um, World War Hulk getting an official announcement as a TV series. Now, that, to me, would rival the Loki series. That, to me, would go so off the rails and be so crazy. Uh, I, I'm so excited to see that. That would be level of like Game of Thrones TV series, all the amount that they could put into World War Hulk. And the reason it's not a movie is because, obviously, Marvel still doesn't own the rights to a singular solo Hulk movie. Um, which is why they did the Planet Hulk version in Ragnarok. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy three footage, Ant Man, um, Quantum Mania footage, including Kang the Conqueror. The announcement of the Daredevil reboot, Daredevil Man Without Fear, uh, Henry Golding cast as Wonder Man. Look him up; looks perfect for the role. Uh the guy who played Quicksilver, I can't remember his name. Not Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, um... The other one. Oh, can't fart. think of it. He's supposed to be getting cast in something as well. Um, X-Men is going to have a, a reboot announcement. And apparently, they've recast Professor Charles Xavier as Giancarlo Esposito. Fail. Tell them why you think it's a fail, Nello. Because he's a great actor. I love everything he does. He was great as Gus. He was great as Vought CEO. But he's more of like a villain. He has a, a, a an edginess to him that Professor Xavier doesn't have. I understand that calm, cool, calm and cool demeanor that he has, but he would be so much better as like a, a villain. So you don't think Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, you don't think he has the range to play a, a Professor not, X? I just think it's a wasted talent. There is no wasted talent with Giancarlo Esposito. He was awesome as Moff Gideon. He's awesome in The Boys. And in everyone, he's been either the anti-hero or an antagonist. Now you want to make him a protagonist? I'm not sure. That's, I think I'm he's not, got, not sure that's the way to go. I, I think if you need somebody, in so many words, to sit in a chair and still have a massive presence, he's somebody who's more than capable of doing that. I'm not saying he's not capable, but I just, like a sinister, something along those lines, he would be way better at. Than and you want McAvoy to come back, right? Oh, 100%. This guy wants. I don't uh, disagree. With Sir McAvoy. Alex, or what was his name? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Why did I say Sir Alex? What's going on? So I like Patrick Stewart. I just think he's aging out of the role. When he oh, was Professor X in Logan, I was like, man, he looks really old. So I don't think you're going to get somebody who is, make no mistake, supposed to be a pillar of the MCU who's an icon who's supposed to be in a lot of movies going forward you're not going to get that 
from Charles uh, Charles Stewart or Patrick Stewart. You're just not. So you need somebody who can be imposing and be a powerful presence in Charles Xavier and somebody who's going to be there for a while. And I think John Carlos Esposito is perfect. And who's ever been like Professor X has never really been imposing in my opinion. Right. Exactly. He but just, he but he should be. But he's yeah. never he's always he, to to what Ryan said, he's always been like you know he's powerful, you know he'll wreck your shit, but he doesn't you don't you don't see that will of him like I'll wreck you. So when I mean imposing, maybe that's the incorrect term to use. Uh but when when Professor X is on screen, typically you have a sense of comfort, right? That's because his power and his ability is so imposing to, you know, his his uh, adversary or whoever he's going against. So I think that's why you consider him a formidable opponent. Just like when Thor shows up on screen, you're like, okay, Thor's here. Somebody's going to have to really bring, bring the smoke if they want to mess with Thor. Same thing with Charles Xavier. Same thing know. with Wanda. So, I, I mean, I guess we're going to have to wait and see, but I think it's going to be good. So, of all the stuff that I announced, uh, and you don't have to bring up Blade, Ryan, I know you're upset. Which one of those announcements are you most excited for? Probably World War Hulk. World War Hulk. Only if it's done correctly. If we get Eric Banner Hulk, I'm, I'm out. Hoping. I'm out. How would we possibly get Eric Banner Hulk? No, no, I'm not talking about him doing it. If we get like a type of Hulk like that, I'm out. Well, we've we need, already got so so the planet or the World War Hulk, War Hulk series doesn't that start when Banner completely loses control and it's everyone against the Hulk? I mean, how do you do that wrong? They so it be surprised. I feel like it would be almost a series that is reminiscent of Age of Ultron when uh, Hulk loses it and Tony Stark has to go fight him in the middle of that city. Like, I think you'll get a whole series of trying to rein in the Hulk and it just not working, which I'm here for it. Because then they could even go off on an alternate timeline and even show us Maestro. Which would be pretty dope, too. I would definitely watch a Maestro when Hulk finally gets that intellect and gets back in control. Or Bruce is in control and just loses it. I'd be Ooh. down with that. What about you? What? Which of these announcements are you most excited for? She's on her phone. She's planning a baby shower. She's pregnant. She's hungry. So give her a break. I'm actually incredibly exhausted. Today's work day was rough. But yeah. um, you're talking about the Comic-Con announcements. I'm most excited for Black Panther. Oh, well, what kind of forever? Yes. I want to see him. Because that's our next. I mean, that's uh, there's there's so many unanswered questions about that particular movie that's coming out. It's been so under wraps. With everything really that's going has. on, and it's and there the, and it seems like the plot, the plot, and just the ninety percent of the movie has changed a couple different times since they've been planning for it. It's had to, yeah, naturally. But um, so I'm excited to see that because it's been so under wraps, and it's one of the next movies that we're getting, or is it the next movie we're getting? Uh, I think it's, it's the darn next close. one. I think. Yeah, it's really darn close. Because we're getting that one this year. That's the last one this year, I think. No. Yeah. Is it true? Well, I think we get the Guardians. Oh, we get Christmas TV special. shows. We get TV but shows. Don't we this get the year. Guardians Christmas special? They bump that to next year too. No, that's that's Christmas this year. I don't know. I feel like it was moved again to twenty twenty three. Regardless, we're, we're getting Black Panther, and then yeah, Black Panther is the last one. 
but, Quantum Mania is early it's, next year. And yeah, Quantum February. is February, right. So those two I'm most excited for because they're the, the soonest on the horizon. Gotcha. So, yeah, I think the, the Guardians moved to Christmas 2023, didn't it? Uh, it doesn't say when, but it's not this year. Yeah, this year, Black Panther year. is the last one. I, I was supposed That's, to be. So this the Christmas year. special is not a movie. No, it, but it's a. Um, it's like it's a, just like a, a special. It's like an hour of, special. Yeah, like a little hour special. Uh, but I'm with Ryan. I think World War Hulk is the the craziest one. If it's true, I, I'm excited to hear what Deadpool's going to have to do. Oh my God, Deadpool and uh, Daredevil. They've paid him the most money of anybody in the MCU. Period. They've paid Ryan Reynolds more than they've paid Robert Downey Jr. That's a crazy thing to think of. And he hasn't shot, as far as we know, a single frame of footage for the MCU. And they have already contractually obligated themselves to more money than Iron Man. Can I just say one thing? No. Okay. Okay. So, no, go ahead. I mean, you have a microphone, so. Well, I have to ask permission because, you know. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Listen, what if, you know, we don't have Stan Lee anymore, but what if we get a Deadpool cameo? Way to rub that in. What if we get a Deadpool cameo in every, like, I don't what are you know. Your cup's down. X Men, Marvel movie. He's they lost make. his cup that I he did. hid. I did. I hid my own cup. Sorry. Go ahead. Every Marvel movie, <laughs> we get a Deadpool cameo. Wouldn't that be dope? Just like a like a thirty it would second. Be pretty funny. Expert. I don't think he fits in all that. In I, I think, it, but it would be kind of cool because he's the only one that breaks yeah. the fourth wall. So it would be kind of cool if we got that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I feel like if they were going to plan something like that prior to Stanley's passing, then we would have had that already. Yeah, we wouldn't have had that gap. And not to yeah. mention, we're not going to put Deadpool on the same plane of existence or the same level of importance as Stan Lee is to comics. Oh, of course not. I agree with you, the funny and the entertainment yeah, value. Just entertainment. That, that's great. Pure entertainment. But uh, I don't think you can give that pedestal to anybody else, in, in my opinion. No one's excited for the Daredevil. The, the Daredevil stuff's interesting. I'm very excited. To see Daredevil again. Ben Affleck sure. ruined Daredevil for me. <laughs> That's not Did real. You, wait a minute. Did fake. you well, hold that on? We gotta we gotta circle back. Show? Have you not watched the TV show? Nope. Oh my yeah, gosh. That's why. Yeah, Ben so, yeah. Affleck ruins ninety percent of the shit that he touches. Except and for Batman and J Lo. Oh yeah, because they're remarried all of a sudden. And she's actually gonna take his last name this time. He was awesome as Batman. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um but <laughs> okay. uh yeah. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. I, I wouldn't. I'm not just saying this. He's got that a point. new Daredevil is hot fire. I'm it's talking. Really good. It is Indian guys telling you it's spicy hot fire. I would say, as far as like e even just the Marvel TV shows in general, Did I you would watch any I of the Marvel TV shows. Nope. You haven't watched Big Pun season one? Nope. <laughs> yeah, that one's really oh, good. Oh, boy. I do not like when things end abruptly, and I hear that they all end abruptly. So I'm does out. Punisher end abruptly? It's not over yet. He's no. still around. Yeah. Season one is a nice open and shut for that season. Um, and he's going to be back. There's there's no way he's not. They're keeping him under wraps, too. They have to. I he's would say, I would definitely say of the Marvel TV shows, including all the Disney Plus ones that we have, it's probably top three. You know what would be crazy is if they, introduced, if they introduced Punisher in Secret Wars. I mean, they could do anything. Yeah. Because that, that's, <laughs> that's what like, I'm saying. It's like you were talking about. You got that street level, you got this, and then you got mm -hmm. the celestial crap. Yeah. But again, there's got to be a timeline. You got to have you got to have a common denominator where everybody leads up to. Yeah. And you ain't got that. And I, I can't wait Unless to talk about. Unless we're all just in one timeline there's right some now. of this stuff that's going to tie in with next week's episode, and I'm going to circle back and be like, you guys remember when I was talking about this? And you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, man, whatever. I'll probably so. say no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just knowing myself. That's par for the course for you. <laughs> um. So, uh, okay, so let's take our first break. Um, 
And what we'll do is we will get into uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, as soon as we get back on the other side of this. All right, we'll see you guys in a minute. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This just in, Jack Austin from the Alter Ego Podcast reporting. Right after this, Megan has such a violent headache, she's going to sit on the wow. couch and watch a little TV. Uh, Back to you, Ryan. Why are you putting out my dirty laundry? <laughs> I didn't know it was dirty laundry. No, I got the spotty eyes. Going, I'm sorry. Like were we talking about coaching? the uh, the cleaning of said buttholes earlier? Again, you're worried about I, I you're no worried about me that. telling people you have a headache. Wait a minute! Take a nap. You started you the story. Said. Wow! All I said was that there was coffee or death, and you said it didn't really smell like coffee right now. Sources say that Megan was rather upset when the news broke. She's now speaking to her management team about how sources about her are releasing information going forward. Uh, people are saying that someone's going to get their wrist slapped and maybe have to sleep on the couch tonight. Uh, this <laughs> just in: the person sleeping on the couch will be megan because she's so what? tired <laughs> that's a that's big fat negative back to you it's a big negative okay so thor. Thor thor, thor 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 okay let's get into it shall we um yeah let's do non-spoilers just for a little bit right Thoughts right. Listen, i'm gonna be quiet because i don't think i can do this i'm gonna give this that. uh let's how about this Let's give it. I'm actually going to be on an episode of Movies, Films, and Flicks next week with Mr. Mark Hoffmeyer, where we're going to be going through all the Thor movies and ranking them. So that's going to be fun. I will link all of you beautiful babies to that episode as well. Um, so that that being said, who are the beautiful babies? Us or the listeners? The people listening. Okay, I you I wasn't sure if you were talking to us. I thought you were talking about me for a second. <laughs> you guys are being weird. Um, I was just like so confused <laughs> i was like link i love that laugh I like, she gets to the <laughs> i was like there it was stop i'm like there it is again stop it i can't breathe i'm trying not to do it she's gonna do it <laughs> just there like, it is baby i was Let wondering if we were expected to be somewhere that i didn't know about that's all i was trying to figure out i'm half asleep sorry okay <laughs> perfect 
if if our listeners couldn't tell at home, we talked for fifteen <laughs> minutes about the list, and we're like, "What do you think? What?" <laughs> Reminds me of this little Asian guy I used to know who'd always go, "The fuck you been?" <laughs> anyway, Rip Ty, Ty and his dad. Um, so. Let's get back into it, shall we? Remember, four. non-spoiler. Yeah, non-spoiler. Two, this three, movie one, is uh, what's that? <laughs> two, three, one, four. My order. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mine too. Four is last for you. Yeah. Uh, for me, this was the worst Thor. What? Uh, this was the worst Thor. There's been, bro. What's in the cup? <coughs> On the Ryan uh, scale, Mio and water. Four hefties. Would you watch that? Trash bags? No. No, no, no. Would you? Uh, so, Trash so bags. Knowing like what you know now, no, knowing what you know now, are you going to watch that? No. It was yeah. one of the things that's funny because I'm glad I talked the wife into seeing it. Yeah. Because I was like, I wouldn't have watched this again. Yeah. Wouldn't do um, it. To me, I felt there was a overabundance of quippy humor. It was very uh, Taika. Again, Taika Waititi continues to take very serious situations, (laughs) very good characters that humor's allowed. I'm not saying it can't be funny, but stop turning it into the freaking Three Stooges. I'm not going to lie to you. As soon as that movie opened and like the first one, I was like, I'm going to hate this movie. Yeah. I I didn't think I was going to hate it. I was going to give it a chance, but... Everything I thought this Thor movie would be, it was. It was. It was Taika. That's kind of why trying I to turn it into a comedy. One hundred percent successful. It. Some oh, it's made a crap ton of money, and that's why. So, from the comic book enthusiast standpoint, people who know the characters, people who know the background, people who know the source material, are probably going. Eh. Maybe they like it. Maybe this is just one guy's opinion. Hey, man, if you love it, great. This is that you know. I'm not knocking anybody who made this movie. Good for you. But for me, you're talking from a comics, like I'm talking from my Jack's perspective. Right. I think this movie is a couple different things. They do they do things really well. It's a beautiful movie. One hundred percent. The effects are incredible. The way Thor. Uh, and his his fighting and the way that he presents himself and his comedic timing, they're great. He's so damn funny. But everything is a joke. Everything in the movie is a joke. That's not true. So That's is not that true does either. that have any Pretty so so this is this is my take on on the Thor movies as a whole, and I'm not going to necessarily rank them because I liked all four of them. Yeah, I did. I'm a Thor, huge Thor fan. She's However, obsessed. I don't know if it's the if it's the the time frame of which they were released, and we're just getting into that more um, like bright sort of goofy era of movies if that's just kind of where we're falling into place with the the just the current uh, evolution of filmmaking but i think that the issue here is that the first movie and the second movie were directed by two different people however if you watch them back to back they follow the same sort of 
they they follow the same sort of like darkness or just normal sort of movie feel and then you get immediately switched into Ragnarok which is such an abrupt change yeah. from Dark World to Ragnarok it's like the Thor that we left and I know that there's movies in between Dark World and Ragnarok I know that there's a different Thor that we end up with in Ragnarok that we left back in the Dark World I'm well aware of that but it's so significantly different that it's such it's just so strange to me how they are so different like I know I keep saying that I don't really know how else to word it it's just the first and second movies were we had very serious Thor and I know that he evolves and he spends more time with the humans and he doesn't, he's, he's a little less godly. And like, we get all of this out of him when he's with the guardians and the Avengers and whatever else. It's just so different. We just completely fall into a different world of Thor abruptly. Yeah. And it's all on the directing. Well, after he got his tail kicked by Thanos, he completely changed. Right, which is why I'm, I mean... And I saw people comment that say... But that happens Thor after Ragnarok. Was excellent in Ragnarok. And then the Russo brothers ruined him in Infinity War. And now Taika made him good again. I'm like, I don't... No. What? Well, no, didn't he get beat no. in the... First of all... Ragnarok happens before in Infinity War. War. Yeah. But he they go against Thanos and them before that... Thor is no. in one of those when they get for the for one of the stones, if I'm not mistaken. No, Thor no. is not against Thanos until Infinity. He wasn't War. in yeah. the battle in New York when they came. Not until Infinity War. No, he's in but the even, battle, but Thanos isn't. But there. yeah, right, but and he, even that, still, he doesn't really get. They his don't ass know beat Thanos in is involved. Kinda. There's, there's never really a point that Thor is completely shut down and until no, what happens with Thanos. Because in the movie, Bruce Banner informs Tony, he goes, the attack on New York, that's Thanos. That's who that is. And that's where they're all like, oh shit, this is that guy. Yeah. So no, they don't know it's Thanos until it's too late, until Thanos shows up and beats the brakes off of half of Asgard on that ship. And it's like, yeah, a lot of shit has happened to Thor over time, but I think a lot of that stuff happens, like, in Infinity War. A lot of that stuff happens afterward. It's like, yeah, he loses his mom. Yeah, him and, and um, what's-her-face break up. Um, Jane Foster end up breaking up. So it's like, yeah. Loses his dad. He loses, loses his brother his twice. His whole, loses, no, the no, no. Warriors, loses the Warriors three. Loses his best friend. He's, He's lost almost as much as Valkyries. before Ragnarok? Oh, no. He, That's what I'm trying to say. He loses the Warriors three, and his brother fakes his death twice, and he loses Odin in Ragnarok, and he loses his mom. But leading up, so I, I, could, I would understand if we got something completely different out of him because he's gone through all this stuff. I don't necessarily think that we would have Dark World Thor, and then all of a sudden we have Ragnarok Thor if he... He had all this loss, although he has, for whatever reason, gotten goofier with all the shit that's happened to him. But I think that it's a director's issue and it's not necessarily an issue. I just think that it's so like drastically different. The movies are so drastically different that it's like Ragnarok and Thor are on like a completely different plane of existence when it comes to filmmaking. What do because you, mean? you guys Ragnarok are... and Love and Thunder, you mean? Or that, what did I say? L Ragnarok and Thor. Thor. Oh, yeah, sorry. Love and Thunder and Ragnarok are a completely different world than the Dark World and Thor 1. Because you guys are looking at it based off a comic purist. And you Incorrect. Don't like, you don't like oh. the fact that it changes over into like a comp. I think these movies were entertaining. I, was so, say I didn't too. say they weren't entertaining. I'm just saying it's so like, and that's why I don't want to necessarily rank them because I did enjoy I didn't have any issues Nothing with Ragnarok or Love and Thunder. I didn't have any issues with them. But them as the four Thor movies, it's like if you're just coming in to watch the Thor movies, first of all, that would be a bad idea. But if you're just coming in to watch the Thor movies, you're kind of like between two and three, you're like, what the fuck just happened? 
What a jump in just style, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually have to revise my. It's two, one, three, four. That's what my order was. Wow. Because, yeah, I have never watched Ragnarok again. I don't think. It might have been on. Like, I've, I've watched oh, that one I've watched it twice. Because yeah. I watched really it with good. my wife the last time it went through the whole saga. But I will watch a Thor or the second or the Dark World over and over again. Yeah. For some weird reason, I like those two movies. I can put them on. Don't care. If people are thinking that there's no humor in Thor or in Dark World, watch them again. Yeah. yeah. There is tons of humor in them. Especially They're very funny. Cat Denny. Love her. And he does break out. Like, the difference between Thor 1 and Thor 2 and then how he was in the Avengers movie, which is in between the two of them. Am I correct? Uh, Isn't that in between the first Dark and second World one? is after Avengers. Right. So it goes Thor 1, then the Avengers, then we get Thor 2. So he's still kind of stiff in that godly, like, you know, like at the beginning. I'm telling you, watch it again. He, there is humor in it, and there's definitely a difference because as the, especially as he spends more time with Jane and they become like this thing and then, you know, he loses his mom and whatever else. It's like he definitely changes, but it's just, I don't know. It's such a fast, like... So let's get into actual love and thunder talk. The Guardians are in this movie. They're freaking awesome. The Guardians are so good. Every minute that they're in that movie is an amazing movie. And uh, so the premise is Thor's trying to find himself. He gets in shape. He starts meditating and just realizing that he is meant to be called to battle. And he's just waiting for the next opportunity to go to battle. And then you see him... Do just that. It's in the trailer. Go to battle. And even the battles, to me, in that movie aren't taken seriously. They're no. meant for one giant gimmick. Yep. It looks like he's fighting the Muppets, and then he goes in and absolutely <laughs> destroys their whole monument, their whole way of yeah. life, and then he plays it off like, oh, sorry, I'm Thor. <laughs> and I'm like, this is That sounded this is not so- like Thor. That sounded like what's-his-face. Like like Taika. All I know is it's just it's cringeworthy to me. It's just I I don't know why there's just this. It reminds me of young entertainment for kids. How I I think SpongeBob is just so slapstick and stupid that they're trying to make this complete changeover to movies and being serious now is just bad. You can't have serious moments. There is a the, the big pull of this movie is Gore the God Butcher. The story of Gore, he prays everything. His whole entire society is about worshiping gods, and they abandon him. They don't give a crap about him. He then loses his entire family, goes out, finds two gods that are in the middle of battle. One asks for his help, and he's like, are you kidding me? You're asking me for help? And so he kills that god, gets the necrosword, and decides all gods need to die. That was pretty darn close only he runs into some big conceited god who again is all about humor. First of all, I think Christian Bale was amazing. He did a great gore. Underutilized. Did a great gore. I would say underutilized. Um certainly underutilized because a lot of it was meant to just be humor and Jane Foster, great job. Yep. I liked Mighty Thor. I, I liked her power. Uh, I thought then they obviously her trying to find her catchphrase and her always flying off and and her I don't know. Being... I actually kind of really liked that because I feel like she was she is kind of like nerdy and quirky and weird just because she's so smart and she's a scientist and everything else. So I actually kind of really liked that with her that she was like especially once Thor kind of 
came about. It was, it seemed like she, when she was in Asgard and she was like the God quotes, not that she is one, but you get what I'm saying. She was the God powerful force that was there helping them. It seemed like she kind of had her shit together. As soon as Thor showed up, she was kind of like, okay, now, like, I know that he's the big dog, so I want to kind of mimic him and be like him, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know. I just, I, I kind of liked that part that she was like, so am I doing this right? Am I doing it okay? That like, was okay. I like that. that was okay. So, so I'll just give you that Thor's scene in the movie. never had a catchphrase, though, has he? Never. No. That's None of the heroes in any of the MCU. she's a human that's basically a superhero now. Like, she's lived her whole life as a human, and all of a sudden, she's this adult who's clearly going through absolute trauma, and she's now sure. a superhero. It's like, could you imagine if you just woke up a superhero tomorrow with all the bullshit you dealing with and all of a sudden you're just like all right well i'm superhero now of course you're gonna be like what's my fucking catchphrase right, I mean, she's not, what uniform i'm not gonna start flying through roofs and she's, then flying back in three seconds going sorry didn't know i was going <laughs> i'm like stop true. making her freaking stupid so it's funny that you mentioned the it feels like you're entertaining children because it, for this movie specific even worse than ragnarok i would say i feel like it's like when your kids do something and you tell them to stop and they jokingly just do it one more time right. i feel like that's what taika did a lot in go. this movie it was just constantly one step too far and the, the only the humor i'll agree on that one the one only step too far just rain it back just a yeah. tiny bit it wouldn't have been so bad i mean like like i say go watch dark world it, you may not think so there's a lot more humor than yep. you think and this is just the bright colorful look over here taika waititi right now i'm making this this comment he's the jj abrams of the mcu he goes into something, he makes it bright and flashy, adds some humor in there, and everybody's like, oh, okay, it's great, I love it. Yeah. And then your purists, like in the Star Wars world, they look at that and go, all he did was brighten up the lights and make a crappy story. I think that's what happened. There was a lot more room for good character development and reining yeah. Thor in and making something serious. Here's something that kind of just pissed me off about it in the story. Gore kidnaps all these children. Yeah. One of the children... Being Heimdall's son. Well, Thor didn't kidnap him. Gore so, did. So, so are we going on spoilers doesn't now? I already said that. Oh, I didn't hear you <laughs> oh sorry. It does sorry. matter. I mean, kind of jump into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, sorry, I said that. If you haven't seen it yet, really sorry. Uh, go watch it. Way too um, late for this. I don't really get Way too, too late anyway, for this. Spoilers are gone. So, um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Here we are. No, I didn't hear anything about spoilers. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, we're here. Ryan's trying to look out Okay. So, Heimdall's son. He's gone. He's kidnapped by Gore the God Butcher. Thor, because he knows Heimdall, knows a way to reach out and talk to the kid. That's a powerful thing. That's cool. He is then able to project himself like he was in Ragnarok to the kids. Mm -hmm. And it's they're in a cage made of bones in a colorless, lifeless area, freaked out. And Thor's just like, oh, hey, kids. Uh, yeah, we're, we're working on it. We're on the way. <laughs> and everything's a joke. I'm like, this is your best friend's son. If I knew Ryan's son and I call his son and he's like, yo, Jack, I'm scared and I'm holding Stormbreaker. I'm like, where are you right now? If right. I know that, let's get the Bifrost. Don't worry. But, Uncle Jack is coming to whoop some MF and A. But and I'm calling my boys. I'm calling the Avengers. I'm calling everybody I know. We're coming up there to whoop that ass. But at that point, he didn't know where they were. And it wasn't just a cage. It was like a shadow monster that went on Asgard on Earth, swallowed them whole, and it, Gore and them all went back to wherever the hell they were at that point in time. Even better. But he yeah. didn't know where they were then. 
That he was the whole point. Instantly. He did know anyway. He, he, he had the connection with the kid. And well, then when he came back, he goes, I know where they are. Yeah, he turned and looked. And he's like, I don't know. No, are. I thought he learned that. And um, no, he learned that as soon as he went through and he looked to the right. Yeah, and he saw, he saw the, he's like, okay, okay. Like, I'm looking around here. I know where you are. We need reinforcements. Let's go talk to the yeah. gods. So I, I'm, I'm kind of. Yeah, that I'm was odd like, for me. I mean, I guess is, because it's gore. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he just knew that what he was up against. But it's not like any of the gods ended up, no, spoiler, showing up to help them in the fucking end anyway. So they, they ended up in the same place they would have been had they not gone and get the gods. But if they didn't get the lightning bolt, then they would have never beat gore. I disagree. Yeah, wholeheartedly. I disagree. I think the lightning bolt was just a way to introduce Zeus, who yeah. Zeus also played by Russell Crowe. Amazing. And I think Russell Crowe is an amazing, amazing actor. That was Russell Crowe? Yeah. Yes. I didn't even realize Dude, that. What? Fighting doing... around the world. He, I think he's he has let himself go. An amazing actor. I thought doing the Greek accent was so oh, it amazing. Was it was so good because I've never seen Zeus portrayed as an actual Greek person. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, d- dope. I love that he has a Greek accent. See, but all he can't he stop talking about is, me. I don't care. What? Huh? Sounded Russian to me. But again, that that whole <laughs> Gotta work scene. work on your accents there, Ryan. <laughs> I feel like that whole scene and interaction, I mean, maybe not the whole scene because Thor's butt was in that scene. That's that the only thing so she liked. Stop playing like you didn't but, like that. Stop I playing. Did. She didn't. She no, no, just no, said it wasn't that saying. bad. But that scene, that interaction between him and Zeus was so over exaggerated we probably yeah. could have cut like seven minutes off the movie you're just not from invited that. to the orgy yeah this is i don't great yeah. okay cool you were not invited to the orgy enough i mean why are we uh, there that, there was orgy was said a lot and i think this is supposed to be a kid safe movie and i don't feel like it was you said orgy but, so many times but that was the whole point of the movie even when gorse doesn't get the powers when he whatever that sword is that he gets in the, the necro sword the all black when he goes into that realm of the gods and starts drinking the water eating the melons his god that he prays to is like what are you doing you're eating my melons you're drinking my food and he's like, help me. I'm the only one left. We're all dead. No, he he essentially says, I've done what your doctrine, your yeah. your whole church tells me to do. I'm here. And now you can give us what we, through your religion, are promised. And he's like, you think I promised you something? You don't get anything. So Gore's like, are you serious? My daughter just died and we were praying to you and you don't want to do anything about it. And then the sword came to him and he said, I'm I'm gonna kill you, and he kills him. Yeah, which is what you anybody would do. But and that's it's funny because you did call that there was gonna be off scene kills, nothing that got shown. And he he's a god butcher, but you only see him kill one god. Yeah, that was a little disappointing. Well, you see him, me. you see him cut that one god's off but arm. But that was what Taika was trying to show, was trying to show that the gods don't give a shit. Well, that's true, but there's a way. And to so that's do that. why they did the overbundance. That's why they did the orgy stuff. That's why they did Zeus not caring. So it's because he wanted he because. <sighs> What he was trying to do is trying. Gore was trying to convince Thor, "You don't need them. We can just get rid of them because they don't give a damn about you." Do you understand what I'm saying? They don't give a damn about anything you give a damn about. Right. So that's why the whole Zeus and right, the but, gods but, but, all being together I, and not caring. But you can do that without mentioning orgy and having all these slapstick gods looking yeah. around like a hall full of morons, which is what they were. Yeah. None of the gods had any sort of presence or trying to be godly or showing any sort of power whatsoever. They all just sat there like all they cared about was the announcement from Zeus and the orgy. They didn't care. And it's like, I get that you're showing they don't care but you don't have to show them as idiots you could just show them as passive like get off the stage we don't care we're not coming to help you but it had to be this whole spectacle of let me flick off thor's clothes and then go down there and see him and then talk about the orgy he could have had that conversation where he goes thor 
They don't pray to us. They don't care. We're not coming to help them. And still have humor there. But everything had to be an over-the-top joke. Yeah, it it's like trying too to... too far right. every time. Exactly. And everything was so overkill. And yeah, you're right. Everything off-screen kills. I get that they're trying to reach a wider audience with this. You're not going to have the God Butcher and lop off people's heads. I get that. But you do see the carnage that Why he did not, He though? did depict. No, you don't. Yeah, you see the one ginormous god cut in half and all those other kind Which of... Which one? Guns. Yeah, you see Like it. the monster thing or whatever. Monster yeah, there's god. like some see, big monster See, that looked monster like a thing. monster to me. It didn't look like a god. Yeah. But so, and, like, are we supposed to assume, and I know that not everybody knows this, but are we supposed to assume that, I mean, we're deep into the spoilers at this point, that now that he's gone, that we've lost the power of this sword? Because that's Null's sword. Right. And if his ass doesn't enter the MCU at some point in my lifetime... What is this all for? Well, no, it, it, from back. what I understood, it just finds the next person willing to take on that mantle or challenge uh, of the didn't sword. Didn't the sword fully break in the movie? So yeah. did Molyneux. They put that together. Yeah, again. they did. I'm just saying, like, like none of the stuff that you would expect, like, you, have, you can have good stuff without being... I don't want it to be 100% to the source material. So I no don't canon. want to. It doesn't have to be exactly like it is in the book. But it doesn't have to be so far off and so crazy that you just why call it why call him Gore the God Butcher? Find somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ryan is right. You really don't see him butchering gods God's except saying, for the first yeah. guy. To like, me, he he should have been feared. Like when th that's the thing is Thanos was like when you saw Thanos on screen for how little longer how short he was on screen. Like that's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah your heart's gonna. gonna but you built him up for three movies, but. Even still, even the first time you saw say, him, you knew what he was. You kind of have to yeah. compare him to the low-level, like the one-off. Um, I mean, I don't want to say Red Skull is a low-level by any means. Well, he is. But like a, the way he is in the MCU, he right, kind of is. I mean, yeah. that's kind of what I'm saying. Is He's he's the the a Red Skull of the Thor movies. Like, that's just kind of... He's he's not going to be around <laughs> like Thor or like Thanos was for basic... Like the Kang the Conqueror type of characters that and we're I, leading up to. I don't... He, Gore the God Butcher is not the big bad at any phase in the MCU, unfortunately. You don't, well, maybe you don't need him yeah. to be the big bad. Yeah, I'm saying right. he needs, but he could have been a little more than what he was. and you we could, could even have, we could have lost half the cheese and him could he could have wiped out one or two more gods and that would have been a, yeah. that would have been a game changer it would have been movie. cool to see him actually go on a right. planet and take out a god or yep. just a That's whole religious saying. sect to i mean when we when we only saw god. the aftermath of no pun intended gore of shit that he did mm -hmm. and the very first god that he ever killed when that's all you see out of him we, I feel like it was definitely missing that. Right. They tried to play up how intimidating he was by Zeus saying, we know we're trying to stay away from him. He's been butchered in gods. We get it. That, but he'll never find us here. We're safe here. Like that doesn't instill fear. No. But like Ryan said, when you open up with somebody holding Thor by the armor and yeah. everybody else decimated, Your heart is you don't racing. have to say another word. Nope. Everybody knows that Thanos was there for business. And you don't get that from this character that's literally called the God Butcher. I was going to say, yeah. you don't really get that sort of feeling from like the Red Skull and, and those like one-off bad guys either. But at the same time, all we would have needed was... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 7 minutes less or even 5 minutes less cheese in the god scene. Yeah. And a 3 or 4 minute scene of what happened in Asgard happening somewhere else fully successful. I don't know. I like that Asgard battle. I'll take it. I'm in- saying but what, but yeah. he's going against Thor. He's not going to we're not going to get and to Thor didn't respect him or fear him right. in Asgard. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If we would have gotten him visiting another town or another realm that had gods and actually watched him successfully wipe them out, yeah. we could have had a whole different movie. I actually yeah. believe that I could have done without the whole first that scene where they he where he destroys that glass uh, monument. That whole yeah. battle scene. Yeah. Give me the goats because those right. goats are amazing. Oh, perfect. They were funny. But I don't need the rest I, of that um, crap. The goats annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> what? Those goats are... I agree. They annoyed me too. They're it's so like, good. It's funny at one point when we first right. got them, we'll leave them on the... Killed. But like yeah. that's part. They were of, crucial to the story. The that whole the whole Asgardian scene with Gore and like that shit was spooky. I would have loved to see that Hell and yeah. that and that not maybe be the moment that Thor and Mighty Thor run into each other. And like you said, he's not even paying it. These kids are getting fucking wiped out, kidnapped, and he's chasing around his ex lover. It's like he's not even paying attention to the fact that this it guy was, is it a big bad. It seemed a secondary thing right. to get to the child of his best friend. Right, and that's it's again. I liked the movie because it is Thor, but now we're poking holes life, in it. Right? True. Now yeah. that we're poking what? holes in it, I'm saving those are. G- Did Heimdall save his life at the end when he's like, "I got one more." Yeah. And he Heimdall him. saved he sent everyone's Hulk. life yeah. by sending Hulk. sending Hulk yeah. down to Doctor Strange. Yeah. He so. said, "Like he saved Asgard. Like he the, saved everything. The population yeah. of Asgard is only still yeah. alive because Heimdall was able to hide all those yep. people. Yep. Yep. And so, I mean, there was just a complete to me." lack of respect to that because when you find out that's your your best fr- think about that your best friend somebody that you probably consider family somebody yeah. that's that close to you somebody who you've grown close to then they have kids or you meet their kids and then you inherently become close with their kids because of how close you are to them and then that child who's lost their parents lost your best friend is now off and all alone and communicating with you and you're like let's go talk to zeus uh, no. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't got time. I'm sorry. That. I don't have time. And that's one of the things that kind of gets me is like, bro, you're Odin's son. You're the god of fucking thunder. Yeah. Sorry about the F-bomb. That's okay. I've said it a couple times. You've I'm getting been frustrated. I've been pretty good today. I haven't said it once. <laughs> dropped hella and all that. You have power. And yeah. you're, as an Asgardian, Valhalla is like, you just battle, battle, battle. That's all we do. Why do you all of a sudden just get soft? And I, I can't stand it. Like, you can't fight, and it's just right. corny instead of just walking in with lightning bolts and just and he's, his decimating whole, everything. His whole thing in the beginning of that movie is, I'm living for the next battle. Yeah. And then the next battle comes knocking on his door, and, he's and all of a sudden, when he was heartbroken, he's not chasing battle. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after what he did with Thanos when he just lops his head off the next time he sees him and shit and went for the head. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you get like, that... Thor, where that was the perfect... Oh, the perfect Thor. It was so yeah. much humor from him being the Lebowski, but at the same time, he had that 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 depth to him that you could tell he was broken, you could yes. tell he was so sad, but he was hysterical. Yes. And then all of a sudden, he shows up, and he's able to bring that when Thanos shows up to fight everyone. So it was like, 
why are you kicking the humor up to 11 and just that was the best ignoring ignoring all the serious things that could happen yep. yeah i don't know i, I just I could have done without too is the end scene with the him and the making the wish oh didn't need that i thought that, that was the whole point of that was the whole point of gore mm-hmm. that was his whole that was what he was striving to do is yeah. to wish so, god's gone like religion all the ass because but, gore was pissed he sat there his whole life he sat there his whole life worshiping some, excuse my language, ass hat in the sky. Yeah. And the minute he meets him, he's like, I need your help. My daughter died for you. He laughs and said, I'm not helping you. I'll just find more people to worship me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if that happened to, to you, you would kill him and another 15 of them. Yes, but see, that's my point. It's kind of at the end. He didn't actually do that. He brought his daughter back to be raised by the very thing that he despised and hated. A God. Yeah. That's dumb to me. Speaking I mean, of which, uh, but he chose love. Yeah. Thor made him understand. All right, hold on. Before we no, get you're there, right. you're no, on no, there. You're, that, you're a thousand percent right. He, That's he, what love is. That Thor was, was the, like this was the whole angle of the movie. Yes. Thor was like, you're not angry, bro. You want that thing that 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 the ultimate prize that you had was your daughter, and she died. You weren't looking to kill them. You were looking for something to fill the void that your daughter left. Right. And he was saying it's the absence of love that has made you this god butcher. Bingo. And so, uh, I mean, I get that. Which is why his daughter surfaces. Her name is Love. And she is played by Chris Hemsworth's daughter Actual real-life daughter. Yo, I'm excited. If they make movies with those two, I'm ready. I don't care if they're like this. In the movies, Thor does have a daughter with with somebody. And she ends up kind of becoming that Odin son. So that would be cool. And and apparently her powers with the electricity and all that stuff is not obviously from Thor because that is not biological. That's from her being in the, what you call it? Uh, eternity eternity so she comes out with those purple eyes and shit we missed the whole so uh, what there was, let's go back what happens after zeus because we stopped at zeus so after zeus he then goes and speaks to valkyrie korg and mighty thor and says well let's do this together and you find out that uh stormbreaker which okay i don't want to make this a crazy long episode but we're teetering on that that was another thing why he's treating mjolnir like a shunned ex-girlfriend who's moved on without him mm-hmm. and there's all there's like five minutes of this movie that's dedicated to him talking to mjolnir and stormbreaker like their ex-girlfriends and i'm like what what why are we doing this the new chick of the old chick is ugh. so i and, only i only ugh. dug one moment that he was talking to either of the hammers and neither of the hammers reacted in that moment and it was all of the backstory stuff all of the time or the um the time loop stuff that they were showing from his memories this was great because i had somebody ask me the other day about this because they didn't understand how mjolnir came to be they also haven't seen the movie yet they wanted the spoilers i told them anyway but they were curious and they were like i thought mjolnir was destroyed in ragnarok which it was but in the memories that he was sharing with him and Jane and the shit that we didn't see in the dark world when they were actually dating and all their actual dating, living together, doing laundry, normal people shit, there was a point in time that he was looking at Jane Foster and she was asleep. And he said to Mjolnir, who was sitting there just on a side table, 
we're going to take care of her. You are responsible for making sure nothing happens to her. He says that to the hammer and then the hammer glows. That's when, that's why all that happened. That's why when she approached the hammer and it was shattered, it was like, it came together and called her. No problem with mighty Thor. how she got her powers. Same. I loved that whole thing. I loved it. There's only one part of this movie that I really dug and it was mainly because of your two kids sitting next to me. Yeah. When that part (laughs) happened where they, uh, where he, Gives all the kids the power of Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they got super hyped. I was like, okay, that was dope. That was yeah. dope. Watching the little, Which was great. And I thought them, that whole that thing. Cool. The little that, girl with the teddy, teddy bear. bear. Oh, yeah. my God. It was so good. But to me, the fact that That's you know, the that was the, that that was the best part of the whole part with yep. the kids yeah. was the fact that he was there to save them. They were terrified. Mm-hmm. And they had been terrified this whole time. And he finally gave them a means to fight back and do something about well, he it knew he needed and them. feel he knew confident he in them and in themselves and say, guys, you can do it. You have the power of Thor. You guys are strong. Let's go. And then all of a sudden you saw this big shift from the kids who were scared and terrified to be like, I can help. I can do something like, about my situation. Sort of weapon, Didn't the lightning bolt give him the power? No, he, no, he, he gave him the uh, power through the incantation with Mjolnir. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. like his dad. It wasn't person. permanent, but he gave yeah. it to them yeah. for that He's moment. Like, but he has talked to those yeah. hammers. He has talked to Mjolnir in the other movies. Yeah, too. He, no. he, 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 he does. He does. He does. He does. He does. He always says, oh, there you go. Good old boy. And stuff like that. He talks to him all the time. I'll bet yeah, you a dollar right now. But when they're like floating around and like looking jealous and giving him the yeah. cold shoulder, I'm just like, this is a lot. This is up, a yeah. lot. I liked when that, he was on the boat and he was talking to the other one. He's like, oh, don't worry about that. That's yeah, he, nothing. He does talk know. about his hammer a lot, but it's, he doesn't talk to it. I didn't hate it, but it was just kind of like, all right, this is this is a lot. I love yeah. Korg. Right. Korg is my favorite character, oh my bro. God. I love that guy. I love him. I love Korg. I love He's that so whole arc. I even love the ending. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I don't care about the ending. That to him being it. able to make another Korg in the way they okay, whatever. That's cool. Give With the Dwayne Korg. the Rock give, Johnson. Give yeah. the, give <laughs> the Corbinites. That that's, uh, <laughs> that's his lover at the end or yeah. whatever. That's hilarious. He's wearing the same turtleneck and the mustache oh, that he did I didn't with even the notice. fanny pack. I didn't even notice. That's amazing. That that I could care less. Korg to me is is, is kind of an annoying character. What? Yes, he is. Oh, oh, when he gosh. got hit with the rock and he's dead, I'm like, finally. Wow. Yes. You guys <laughs> and there's just his rock. No, no, no. I thought. I thought for a minute, okay, now we got some story See, moving. I, I'm not going to lie. Now I we're going too. to motivate Thor. Is the shit. He's going to then flex on him and say, you know what? God, I don't need you guys. I'm going to go do this I, myself. So, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you go, hey, buddy, I'm right here. And you've got just the little face. And I was like, oh, my God. See, I'm not going to lie. I kind of had the same feeling. Cringe. I was. I felt like that would have been the opportune time for all the corn that we were watching in that moment that would have been the opportune time to, to rain really, it in. really rain it in and just deny it so like in that moment i was like oh shit Korg yeah. is straight dead because that's the perfect time to do it and then all of a sudden he's just a a, a sheet of rock face doesn't he save valkyrie's life in the final battle or like no. he does something Korg normally does nothing that's the thing that's I not true ragnarok he does not not do nothing he That's ridiculous. Nothing. What does he do in Ragnarok? I don't know. Let's hear it. What? What does he do? He in builds up a, a, a Thor who's who's destroyed. You know what How? he does? He gets his ass punked on Fortnite by a twelve yep. year old. Yep. That's I get my does. ass punked on Fortnite by an eight year old, my own nephew. So, uh, by the way, that guy is actually the one who's in Captain America: Civil War when they go to the Apple Store. The guy with the long blonde hair. Yeah. That is Noob Master. Oh, dude, Flight of the Concord, right? Yeah. I don't know. The core guy. Korg yeah. is Taika Waititi. 
No. Yes. Yes. You want to bet another dollar? Another reason why I, I don't want to lose. Go. Exactly. Uh, anyway, um, it's just I don't know, guys. It wasn't for me. It yeah, wasn't for okay. Me. So we get to the end. the The kids battle. Yeah. They get the power of Thor, and then what happens? And then Thor ends up almost losing anyway, yeah. and having to go to eternity and beg Gore. So he does lose to do anything. So he does lose. So Thor loses to Gore. That's yeah, essentially he simple. loses to Gore. That's why his and whole- Thor wants to spend his last moments with uh, with Jane, which is beautiful. But I mean, there is so much more that misses the mark leading up to that. To me, that's why it doesn't make sense to me that last whole part because Thor's beaten. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense for him. You want to kill all the gods, but I'm gonna wish my you gonna wish his daughter back. Killed Thor. Was he beaten, or did he just not give a shit and he just wanted to be with Jane? He was beaten. Yeah, he was beaten. Gore was in front of Eternity, about to kill him sure. or make that wish or do what he needed to do, and he could have wished all the gods gone. Mm-hmm. And it was him saying, "You don't want this, man. Don't do it." Thor lost. Yeah. And that was the big yeah. part of it. Uh, yeah, that was that was one of the big meaningful parts was him losing, and that's the sad thing is these moments when you finally get to some seriousness are the best parts of it. The humor's great, but it doesn't make the movie to me. Did you think it was going to be Galactus when you when he goes yes. into eternity? Hundred percent thought it was going to be Galactus. I thought it was Galactus too, I, man. You can ask Megan. I nudged her and I was like, <gasps> Galactus! Oh my gosh! Yep. And especially, I mean, it's obvious when you see the cutout of him. But yeah. even leading up to that, you kind of get an idea that that's the case because you're literally looking into basically a starry sky. Yeah. And yeah. that's Galactus all day. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to get something real here. What yeah. was the second cutscene? In the credits, the oh, first one was two cutscenes. Two cutscenes. No, no, the first one was not Cork. First one was um, Thor and love. Yeah, Thor and his daughter now, and them living their lives. And oh, that's going right. To yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The f- second cutscene was Zeus not being dead. dead. Right, Zeus not being dead. Hercules calling forth Mister Hercules. Yeah, which is amazing. Yes, I even like the cast. I was, I was. I'll wait and see. In Marvel, I trust. I trust Feige to make a good decision there. I don't know. See, like I said before, I'm only excited about Spider-Man movies and everything from here on out. I've seen from them to you. Natalie Portman was amazing in that movie. I don't she care was. What oh, said. she was fantastic. And she doesn't like And Natalie I don't Portman. really like Natalie Portman. What? You've seen that music video. Well. I don't know what that means, but um, I think we're going to see Thor come back in a Thor 5. We're going to see him in some more of these t- top tier movies. And I think we're going to definitely see him move into the Odin style role yes. where he takes a back seat and becomes more of a observer and more of a we'll wait and see. It's going to be I interesting. Did. If Taika Waititi's directing it, I ain't watching that. Well, I mean, if you were going to talk about it on the show, you will, but I get what you're saying. I if, don't it, know. if it's a midnight showing on a Wednesday, he's going. But you got to blame James Gunn. You got to be gun on that. You can't blame Taika. It's Gunn's fault. Why is it Gunn's fault? Because after Guardians, even DC did it with Peacemaker. They're all going towards this lovely, bubbly action. That's why action. I said, the I don't know is- if it's a different era in filmography or whatever the situation is, but one and two were so different from three and four that I was like, man, are we really just pandering at this point to a new generation of watchers? The yeah. Guardians were not an already crazy, established, powerful group of Avengers. Fair enough. They were a ragtag group of nobodies. You have creative freedom to do what you want with them because 80% of people don't know who they are. And I can tell you there was Four nothing, is not that. nothing wrong with the production of Guardians. So nothing, in my opinion. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us here at the Alter Ego Podcast. Thank you so much. Episode 112, episode 113 coming up next week, talking about Comic-Con and... Come on, bitter. The next uh, episode for Miss Marvel. Bitter. I'm very excited about my little shizmoosh. How can you be excited about that? Uh, we got things to talk about, man. Yeah. 